Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. So at the end of the last hour, uh, we played uh, uh, Jeff Jackson, congressman, North Carolina congressman, former state lawmaker Jeff Jackson, who uh, made the announcement that... uh, uh, he's going to be running for attorney general, which everybody assumed he was doing, but he's saying it's because he got drawn out of his district, uh, and that's corruption, and he's going to go after the corruption. But it was really weird because he's like, it's showing him boxing, but it's like a really tight shot. So, like, you don't even see the guy that he's boxing against, I don't think. It's just like over that guy's shoulder, and he's just like wailing away on Jeff Jackson's face. And, uh, I mean, Jackson does, of course, he wins in the end, you know. But he's like, I'm going to take some hits. Wham, wham. Gary says it's odd for Jackson. Oh, so he says, uh, Jeff ja- has Jackson broken a record for changing offices he's running for? Safe Senate, U.S. Senate, Congress, State Attorney General, all in like three years. Seems like he wants power. Mm, it does kind of, doesn't it? Yeah, he has been running for a bunch of different offices. I had forgotten that. Sa- yeah, State Senate seat. That was safe for him. And then he went for U.S. Senate, but then he was like, oh, no, Sherry Beasley's going to run. And they were like, look, you don't run, we'll get you your congressional seat. So then he backs out of that one, and then he goes over to run for the the congressional seat. He gets that one for two years. Now he's going to be attorney general. Yeah, it's like he's just trying to find the seat that he can win and hold on to. He's just kind of bouncing all around. He's just got this burning desire to serve. Gosh, I love public service. I just have to do it in some form. Also odd for Jackson to be a boxer and a fighter when he won't even fight for re-election in Congress. One term and move on. Right. That's a good point, too. Thank you, Gary, on the Twitter machine. It was a Pete tweet. Um, let, me, uh, let me move on. Oh, I have to say hi to Wayne and Dane. Wayne drove by earlier, and uh, Dane came by and said hello, and uh, appreciate meeting both of those guys. Thanks for listening to the program. I appreciate it. Uh, so there's your shout-out. Not that they asked for one, but you know me. I'm a giver. So there you go. Um, did you see Chuck Grassley's letter? He did not write it to you, but he wrote it to the DOJ, and he's got some questions. So uh, I, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like this is important. Let's start here. The, uh, because it's kind of, it's kind of convoluted. I, I've read through, I read the letter. I read the New York Post article that I have here. I read the Federalist piece that I also have here. Got them both. There are a lot of people, a lot of dates, a lot of moving parts, and a lot of, um, titles, a lot of DOJ titles. So it's kind of tough to follow. So I'm just giving you the heads up. I'm going to try to do it as clearly as I can, but I'm going to start with the New York Post. I don't feel like that was as clear. It was a piece by Victor Nava, but I'm going to start here and then I'm going to follow it with the Margot Cleveland piece at the Federalist, where she, I think, does a a better job. But uh, the New York Post starts off by saying, 
more than 40 confidential sources provided criminal information related to the Biden family to the FBI. Right? Let me read that again. 40 plus people, confidential human sources, gave criminal information related to the Bidens to the FBI. 40 people. 40 people, as human sources, confidential sources, gave information that was criminal in nature. The Justice Department tried to discredit them and the information as foreign disinformation, according to Chuck Grassley. This is the this is the thrust of the letter, okay? The confidential human sources managed by several different FBI field offices, so informants, right? Confidential human sources are informants, right? So um oh no. Now the internet's down again. Okay. Um so the uh, these are these are informants that get managed, they have handlers inside the FBI. And uh These people supplied the Bureau with details of all sorts of potential crimes. Crimes that were connected to Hunter Biden, crimes that were connected to James Biden, his uncle, brother to Joe. Oh, and as well as Joe. And this dated all the way back to his time as vice president. Forty different confidential human sources. Um, According to the letter obtained by the New York Post... That was sent by the uh, Iowa Republican to FBI Director Christopher Wray, as well as Attorney General Merrick Garland, yesterday, or sorry, Tuesday. He says, quote, this letter is based on years of investigation, including the provision of information, records, and allegations from multiple Justice Department whistleblowers. Okay, so we know about the 40 informants because you've got whistleblowers inside the DOJ that have gone to Chuck Grassley, who, by the way, has a very good reputation for protecting informants. That's why they. That's why the whistleblowers inside the government go to him. He's got forty. He's got forty people with criminal information about the Biden family. They've been handled by FBI officials. These are confidential informants, and you got people inside the FBI, probably their handlers, who have been going to Grassley saying. The DOJ is shutting that information down. An effort among Justice Department and FBI to improperly delay and stop full and complete investigative activity into the Biden family. He says, an essential question that must be answered is this. Did the FBI investigate the information or shut it down? Right? And if those sources were improperly shut down, it would be out of the ordinary for the FBI to do that. He says, based on the information provided to my office over a period of years by multiple credible whistleblowers, there appears to be an effort within the Justice Department and the FBI to shut down investigative activity relating to the Biden family. Such decisions point to significant political bias infecting the decision-making of not only the Attorney General and the FBI Director, but also line agents and prosecutors. This, the, this is all the way up and down the chain of command. That's what's obvious here. All the way up and down. 
The uh, disinformation assessment was created by FBI supervisory intelligence analyst Brian Auten. You remember that name? You should. It's been involved in this uh, in this scandal from the get-go. Grassley's uh, letter talks about the whistleblower allegations claiming that the Bureau got information about Hunter Biden's criminal, financial, and related activity. And they got this info back in 2020, but ultimately shut it down based on false assertions that it was subject that it was subject to foreign disinformation. The disinformation assessment was created by Brian Auten. Grassley explains that the report was used by an FBI headquarters team to improperly discredit negative Hunter Biden information as disinformation and that caused investigative activity to cease. These are, I understand, like these are big words, lots of syllables and all. What's he saying? He's saying that a guy in charge in the FBI lied about the nature of what they were told by these informants. That's that's what he's saying, that Brian Auten lied. He, and, and in so doing, it shut down the investigations. Grassley also cited whistleblower claims that FBI Assistant Special Agent in Charge Tim Tybalt, the Bureau's point man on Hunter Biden business partner Tony Bobolinsky, that Tybalt ordered another 2020 probe into the first son's alleged criminal, financial, and related activity to be closed after pressure from an FBI HQ and FBI Baltimore element. So he's getting pressure now from headquarters and somebody in the Baltimore field office to shut down the Tony Bobolinsky stuff. You remember that guy? He was the one who came out right after, right before the election, and he was the one talking about how um, that he knew who the big guy was, 10% for the big guy, and yeah, he, he blew the whistle on everything, and nobody ever wanted to talk to him for some reason. He just kind of disappeared. Whatever happened to all of that? Well, got all apparently got shut down. And if the FBI is shutting it down from inside their ranks, what do you think that they're leaking to their pals in the media? Do you think they may be telling their friends in media, hey, this is all disinformation. You shouldn't be paying any attention to this story. Don't worry, it's all going to blow over. It's garbage. All right, so back to this uh, New York Post story. Hang on a second. All right. I, I, oh, my goodness. Okay, my internet's down again. All right, we're going to have to try to fix that. Um, So more than 40 confidential sources provided criminal information related to the Biden family to the FBI, right? Chuck Grassley, uh, U.S. Senator from Iowa, uh, revealed that in December 2019, the FBI Washington field office closed a 205B kleptocracy case into... Mikola Zlochevsky. Mikola. That's the, uh, it's those little lozenges that you eat that are from like Switzerland or something, right? No. That's the guy who's the owner of the Ukrainian natural gas company, Burisma Holdings. All right. So the, the FBI Washington field office closed case into Zlochevsky at the same time Hunter Biden's seat on Burisma's board of directors was under heavy scrutiny as a result of, do you remember what was going on in 2019? 
Donald Trump's impeachment over his his perfect phone call with the Ukrainian president, Volodymyr Zelensky, the man who owns no collared shirts. So Trump's getting impeached over the perfect phone call. And this is now raising uh, uh, raising the alarms on Hunter Biden sitting on the board of Burisma because Trump's phone call was about getting the dirt on what that arrangement was. Tell me what the corruption was about. Can you look into it? You should look into it. Tell me what you find in all this. If you want a meeting at the White House, you got to tell me all this, right? The perfect phone call. Well, now he's making these arguments and we're reading the transcript and whatever. And it's like, oh, what, what is this? Well, what's he talking about? What is he talking about this Hunter Biden connection? And so now people start looking into it. Media starts looking into it. Uh, Elected officials start asking some questions. And right about the same time, the FBI closes its case into Burisma's president, Zlochevsky. That seems kind of weird. Maybe coincidental, right? Trump had been asking the Ukrainian president to investigate Joe Biden's role in the firing of a former Ukrainian prosecutor, General, uh, Prosecutor General Viktor Shokin. That's what he wanted to know about because Biden went to Ukraine, did the, uh, uh, gave the ultimatum, fire this guy, and Biden says fire him because he's corrupt. That's Biden's story. But according to the Burisma people, they wanted Shokin fired because he wasn't playing ball with them. The probe into Zlochevsky had been ongoing since January of 2016, according to Grassley, and was being investigated by a Foreign Corrupt Practices Act squad based out of the FBI's Washington field office. So they have a whole, they have a whole division, Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. This whole team, and they're investigating, and it gets shut down. After three years investigating, it gets shut down. Which, three years, that's a long time. Really? Three years? Hey, so real quick, hurricane season is here, and this is your reminder to check your emergency supplies. You should have a three-day supply of food, water, and medicines, minimum. And Carolina Readiness Supply can help you get started or expand your supply. Food, water purifiers, lighting, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, camping and hiking supplies too, because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you can use for any kind of emergency. Whether you're an experienced prepper or you have no clue what you're doing, or maybe you're somewhere in between, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you in Waynesville and always at carolinareadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply, will you be ready when the lights go out? Margot Cleveland's piece at thefederalist.com. The FBI's Foreign Influence Task Force used a sham assessment opened by FBI headquarters to cull reporting from confidential human sources throughout the country related to the Biden family and then falsely branded the intelligence as foreign disinformation. Wednesday's explosive news, this came down uh, late yesterday, uh, it suggests that the Department of Justice and the FBI's Biden Family Protection Program encompassed many more players than previously known. 
but it is the involvement of the Foreign Influence Task Force that demands an immediate response by the House, namely the launching of an impeachment inquiry of FBI Director Christopher Wray, under whose watch this task force abused its power and interfered in a presidential election. This again is Margot Cleveland at The Federalist. That is, a, that is one of the side effects here, remember. Like all of this stuff about the, 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 bribe and crime, I mean the Biden family, um, all of this stuff relates to the election, right? Because the suppression of this story, despite it being known by the DOJ, all of these different field offices, 40 different confidential human sources that had provided criminal uh, uh, information to the FBI through their handlers, right? They had all these different people that were giving all this information, and then the Hunter Biden laptop story pops right before the election. And remember also that Cleveland doesn't mention this in her piece, but she has covered it before. You have to recall, they had already been priming, the DOJ had already been priming the social media companies, right? They, ha- they, they did the, the tabletop uh, exercise with the social media companies like let's uh, let's get everybody together and talk about uh, misinformation disinformation and the like uh, why don't we why don't we bring them why don't we bring them all together and uh, just uh, we're gonna come up with a scenario uh, just gonna make one up like just off the top of our heads uh, how about like a hunter Biden laptop like I'm not kidding they literally they literally did that they literally did a tabletop exercise to train the social media companies how the DOJ would would like them to respond when just, you know, for example, just spitballing a Hunter Biden laptop is discovered. And lo and behold, a Hunter Biden laptop gets discovered. And the immediate response is coordinated, right? The, the, the pump is primed. The social media companies are like, oh, oh, they warned us about this. They said something like this was coming. And here it is. They were right. Yeah. Funny that, isn't it? They were right. They were right. They were really right. And so they they quash the story, right? They take the story off of social media. They they block the New York Post from its Twitter account in order to make sure that nobody can uh, can share the story. You couldn't share the story in your private messages. And then they put out the letter from the 51 intel chiefs that were like, this looks like Russian disinformation. Well, they were already playing this game. They were already doing it. This goes back to 2019. According to these other whistleblowers, when they started, they started uh, classifying all of this information that was coming in over years, over three or four years, they started classifying this stuff as disinformation, misinformation. In July of last year, Grassley went public with a whistleblower's allegations that the FBI developed information in 2020 about Hunter Biden's criminal financial and related activity, but ultimately shut it down based on false assertions that it was subject to foreign disinformation. The basis for shutting the investigative activity down was an assessment by this guy, Brian Auten, FBI's supervisory intelligence analyst, 
which an FBI headquarter team used to, quote, improperly discredit negative Hunter Biden information as disinformation. And that caused the investigation to cease. And that, of course, helped Joe Biden. So for all of the people screaming about election interference by the Russians, no less, not only, right, not only did you guys use Russian disinformation in the, the Steele dossier story, which helped build the entire uh, narrative about you know, Russian uh, uh, influence over Donald Trump and, um, and how the election was stolen from Hillary Clinton in 2016. It then launched a crossfire hurricane investigation. Like all of this stuff, you are guilty of that which you accuse your adversaries. You have been doing all of this. Meanwhile, Joe Biden bought himself a uh, nearly $3 million beach house with cash. This was uh, back in 2017. Right around the same time that Hunter Biden made that threat on the WhatsApp. uh, The uh, WhatsApp app? WhatsApp app? Is that right? That sounds redundant. WhatsApp app on the WhatsApp platform message whatever he sent the message over to his chinese business partner and he was like i'm sitting here with dad you better give us our money i'll hold a grudge remember that that message i'm sitting here waiting for the call with my father well now i understand why now he he, yeah like you're waiting on this money to come in because dad's trying to buy this house for cash now it makes sense The timing of the 2017 purchase of President Joe Biden's beach house is raising eyebrows among Republicans investigating the Biden family. According to a report in the UK Daily Mail, uh, no mortgage was issued at the time Biden bought the $2.75 million home on June 8th, 2017. That means he paid cash. Or somebody paid cash. Eh, He probably paid cash. The purchase came... A couple weeks before a July 30th WhatsApp message from Hunter Biden, the deal Hunter Biden wanted to close was worth $10 million a year. Earlier this year, House Oversight Committee Chairman Representative James Comer of Kentucky said between 2015 and 2017, the Biden family received $1.3 million from a deal Hunter Biden and his associates struck with a Chinese company, according to a news release on the uh, House Oversight Committee website. In May, a news release from the committee said that bank records show the Biden family received as much as $10 million from various foreign interests. In 2017, the Bidens claimed an income of $11 million. At the time of the purchase, Delaware Online reported that the couple uh, would use money, said that the couple was going to use money from a multi-book deal to cover the cost of the house. They made $11 million in 2017. They made $11 million, and they were going to use the money from a multi-book deal. How many books has Joe Biden written? I mean, it's... I mean, I like. all right, I get it. It's not as... He's not at, like, J.K. Rowling level, you know? But how many books has he written? Is it, like, Stephen King, prolific writer? Takes place in the same town all the time, same basic story every time? Is it kind of like that, or... I don't know. I just I haven't been following his literary career. Oh, you know what? He should have Hunter Biden write them. 
He really should. I mean, Hunter Biden is a master at everything he does. So it just makes sense, you know? Foreign energy expert, attorney, escort service procurer, uh, masterpiece painter. You know, the guy's got a lot of things going on. So I'm thinking he could probably, he could probably write a book or two. Maybe I should write a book. Internet's down. My phone got uh, too hot, so the hot spot blew up on it. So I can't take your phone call. I cannot get your emails. So um, if you come on down, I can say hello to you, though. So the uh, the latest news now on the... Hang on a second. What did I just do with that sheet of paper that I was using? Here it is. Um, see, this is why you don't rely on the technology. Joe Biden bought a $2.75 million beach house in cash around the same time Hunter texted his Chinese business associate urging the $10 million deal. I'm sure that that's just a coincidence. Chuck Grassley's letter to the FBI director and uh, the attorney general says that it should be emphasized that the basis for trying to shut down the Biden family investigation has been described to my office as, quote, highly suspect and is contradicted by other documents my office has been told exist within the Foreign Influence Task Force, the FBI Seattle Field Office, the FBI Baltimore Field Office, and FBI Headquarter Holdings. So I've noticed this pattern with Grassley is he will... He will... He will put this stuff out there and he will let the um, he'll let them respond. But he already knows the answer, which is one of the things you're supposed. It's one of the things you're supposed to do is when you're a lawyer, right? You never ask a question you don't know the answer to. And that's what I think he's doing. He's got whatever he needs. He knows the information. He doesn't he's he's setting traps, basically. That's what it sounds like to me. He's setting these traps. Because he knows what he's looking for. He's got the information from the whistleblowers. He knows where the evidence is. I'd be surprised if he doesn't have copies of them already. It is unknown how many other confidential human sources were uh, these investigations got closed down or who's uh, reporting FBI headquarters or the Foreign Influence Task Force falsely branded as misinformation. We don't know any of that yet. Supposedly, according to Grassley's letter, we don't know that yet. But Grassley is saying that at one point in time, the FBI maintained over 40 confidential human sources that provided criminal information relating to Joe Biden, James Biden, and, um, and Hunter Biden. Did the FBI investigate the evidence provided by those sources? Were those sources improperly shut down? To learn the answers to those questions and others, Chuck Grassley notes he has a list of some 25 DOJ and FBI personnel that he wants to interview. And I believe he set a deadline of, where is it here, November, November 17th. Um for them to respond. So, we shall see. We shall see. Oh, speaking of China, their Belt and Road Initiative is looking to become smaller and greener after a decade of big projects. 
These projects boosted trade but left big debts and raised environmental concerns. This is a piece by the Associated Press, so of course it's going to be through that lens, you know. Leaders leaders from across the developing world descended on Beijing last week for a government-organized forum on the Belt and Road Initiative, which has built power plants, roads, railroads, ports around the world in an effort to deepen China's relations with Africa, Asia, Latin America, Joe Biden, and the Mideast. Okay, I threw Joe Biden in there, but it's, but it's kind of true. It's a major part of Chinese President Winnie the Pooh's push for China to play a larger role in global affairs. Called the One Belt, One Road, in, in, in Chinese, the Belt and Road Initiative started as a program for Chinese companies to build transportation, energy, and other infrastructure overseas funded by Chinese development banks. The stated goal was to grow trade and the economy by improving China's connections with the rest of the world. Sort of a 21st century version of the Silk Road trading routes from China to the Middle East and on to Europe. This, this goes back 10 years. Slight problem. They got to change it because... They, yeah, people aren't so cool with it now after 10 years of seeing it actually in practice. We'll get into more of uh, China's problems, and maybe Biden's, up next.